Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Aza. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> really good. <laughs> So were you born inside Paris? I feel like most people are born like... No, no, yeah. You say Paris, but it's actually like a small so, town yeah, no, outside. I, I live in Paris, yeah. but I come from the suburbs of, okay. of Paris. So what's the suburb called? Is there a name? Uh, so the name of my city is like yeah. Aubonne. Oh, okay. So the, the, the meaning is like good weather. Good, wa- good water. Mm-hmm. Good water. How big is the... The city? city, yeah. Not that big, like 30k people. Oh, in, in, okay. In the city. So, so it's, it's kind of like a s- small town. Yeah, it's a small town. Yeah. But it, like that's that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. That's where I met all my friends, and they're still friends. Mm-hmm. So no, that, that's my that's where I come from. Yeah. I'm proud of it. <laughs> and your dad was he a DJ before? I know he was like. DJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you did good uh, research. <laughs> yeah. So my dad was a DJ actually. Was uh, was playing with the like of course real table because at this time the yeah. CDGs and USB stick doesn't exist. Uh, so yeah, he was a DJ. He was playing like funky music, disco music, and uh, and actually he's the one like he's, he he saw that I was listening a lot of hip-hop uh, DJ stuff, mm-hmm. like listening all the, the, the DJ's radio show and stuff like that. So he just downloaded me um, Atomix MP3. It's like uh, a software on, on your computer. Yeah. And you learn how to how to just mix two, two records together and stuff like that. Then he saw that I was good at it. And I was asking him for every Christmas to, to buy me uh, on tables. Oh, wow. So my mom and my dad bought me like crazy, uh, like so they they had this Dinon, mm-hmm. so it's a brand. They 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 used to produce those turntables. All the, it was for CDs, but also it was turning like it's real CDGs, like real uh, vinyl CDGs. So they bought me this for Christmas. But I remember like the price was super expensive, oh, wow. so I wasn't expected expecting uh, those those turntables for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then I opened the. The, the box and it was uh, yeah, I, I had two so I was the how old were you at this point? Uh, 14 oh wow so your dad was was he DJing full time like that was his job or more? no so it was just for the you know like uh, the, the, the weekend like mm. uh, he was working on the on, on this discotheque I mean nightclub yeah and actually he's a photographer oh so he, like for his career he's a photographer yes oh exactly. so what does he shoot? I uh, shoot a lot of things, like he can shoot industrial things, or he can shoot also like a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it, paysage. I don't know if it's in, like, um, he travel all around the world going to like crazy, the craziest places in the world and taking pictures of the nature or stuff oh, like that, you wow. know? That's really cool. Yes. And so, your yeah, mom? And, uh, so my mom? Yeah. Uh, actually, my mom, uh, my mom, she, uh, so she's like doing a, not the boring job, but she's doing like uh, something like secretary or something. I don't know what's the the, the good word in English. Mm-hmm. But actually, she's very very talented for uh, at painting. Oh, okay. She used to paint, and uh, and also she's very good to um, you know to like when you buy a, when when you get a house and you have to 
do all the stylism and the thing in the house. She's very good at it. Say my mom, she's, she's an artist as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she was playing a lot of, was it Rolling Stones in the house? Yes, yes. Yeah. She was playing a lot of Rolling Stones, a lot of French rock as well. Like, it's a French band, but uh, Telephone and all those dudes. And, uh, and yeah, so I grew up with all those guys. I got vid I just found actually old videos of me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in front of the TV with my uh, tennis, uh, how do you say? <laughs> Tennis you know, racket. Tennis racket. Yeah. And I'm acting like I'm playing guitar in front of the Rolling Stone <laughs> and I'm dancing. So yeah, I grew up with all the all those music like disco, funk, rock, everything. Do you remember how you found the DJ Cut Killer mixtapes? Uh, I think the first one. It was my friend uh, at the college. So I was maybe. Uh, yeah, I was. No, I think that no, I was listening. No, when I discovered Cut Killer, it was on the radio. Oh. So he, he had this uh, this big show called Cut Killer Show mm -hmm. every Saturday, and he used to do the Bomb Rush show. It was every Tuesday night. So I was listening at the at the shows uh, just because first I was uh, like curious, and then I like all this new music, the way they mix the music, the scratch and everything. So I was listening to the, the radio and the, the fun fact is that at this time I was young and I had to go to the bed like very early. Like at nine I had to sleep, you know. Yeah. But the, the, for example, the Bomber show, it was on Tuesday. Yeah. And it started at, at midnight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I used to like put the alarm and listening uh, like secretly in my bed, the, the, all the shows. And then I, I started to, to, bout the, to bout some mixtapes. And that's how everything everything begins. How would you describe your personality back then, growing up? Uh, I think I was. Uh, I mean, I'm still. I was very like. Uh, I mean, happy. Mm. Uh, like good energy. I was friend with everybody. You know, sometimes when you're at school, there is group. You know. Yeah. And you got the kind of popular people, and you got the nerds, and you got the the sports band and stuff like that. And I was very close to everybody. Uh, and I think it's it's like it's really what defined my music actually because mm. uh, I, I really love all the all the genre and all the styles and there is like good things in every people and in every music. So yeah, that that's that's who I, who I am actually. That's what my my music are also. Mm. And what were you doing in your free time back then, like after school? Playing basketball. Oh. Every day, every day. No, two things. First, before I had the turntables. We were like every time after school we were playing basketball. I was pretty good at it actually. I used to like do summer camp oh, wow. in a big big team in uh, in France. And then I had my uh, my turntables. So after uh, when I had my turntables, it was over. Every time I came back from school, I had my bag. I threw my bag in on my room, and I was DJing until my my mother asked me to come for for dinner. And after I was going back to DJing again. And she went to my because you know when you are scratching, you got the the mixers. Mm -hmm. It's like when you're scratching, it's like there is a lot of click. Yeah. It's like because I was listening to the with my headphones, but without the, the sound, you you can't hear the click 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 click. And my mother, like I tried to do this like secretly in my room, but she can't hear it. So she was like <laughs> running in my room. Alexi, what the fuck did I tell you? Go to the bed right now. I was like, Damn. 
<laughs> so that, that's what I, 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 I that's what I was doing after school every time, like hanging with my friend, and after like uh, playing basketball or DJing mm -hmm. or playing soccer. It depends. Yeah. What kind of career did you think you were gonna do when you were in high school? Or... Uh, that's a good question. I think first I I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about my career. I was just living the the present moment, mm -hmm. having fun. And when I discovered music and DJing, uh, first it was my passion, so I was doing this every day without thinking about uh, like career or something like that. But you know when you are when you are good or not, you know. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I wasn't the best, but uh, like there is potential, and I can make something of my life uh, with the DJing part. So I started like DJing in the, in clubs. And hopefully my father and my mother was very like helpful because they were with me. They oh. were very supporting, you know. Did your dad introduce you to people? No. No, because my dad was like was DJing when he was very young. Oh. But uh, after he quit this uh, he quit this world, you know, the DJ world and the music world and the club night world. So I had to do everything by my own. Mm -hmm. But they they were very helpful. They bought me the, the turntables. Uh, and also when I told them like yeah I want to quit school and and like focus on being a DJ, mm -hmm. they they did yes directly. They were like yeah oh. okay I, we are with you. I had to do so yeah okay I had my uh, my graduation. This is for university or high school? No high school. Okay. And then I had to go to the university. Yeah. But then I said no I don't want to go to university. So they were like okay but you're not going uh, at home because for them I was. Like when I was DJing, for them I was doing nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. So I had to work. So I was, uh, I, I, I used to work at IKEA, and then I worked at the, another place called Darty. I was uh, like selling uh, Hi-Fi and stuff like that, like mm -hmm. alarm, a lot oh. of things like that. Yeah. For almost uh, three years, I did a few few jobs like that, and then I started to get my own money with shows and when I started producing it was like a long time after we were starting producing like for my mother and my father it, it started to looks like a real like job you know because I was going on a studio and I was like working every day on making music thinking about what I can do strategy I mean like what we're doing now mm -hmm. and did you have a name before yeah <laughs> what was it? My name was Listy. Is there music out? Uh, no, I used to do podcasts actually. Oh. So because at this time, you you could have a lot of gigs just because you were doing podcasts. So like what kind of podcast? I was playing like every like hip hop, EDM. Oh okay. Every kind of music. Like kind of like a show. Yeah, it was yeah. a show. Like every every month, I, I put out a mix on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, not Spotify, but iTunes. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, back that time, you, you, like you, I, ha I had shows like every Friday, every Saturday, mm -hmm. just because I was doing podcasts with my old name, Lesti. It was I was playing in bottle clubs and some shows like that. So you know, when you are playing in, in this kind of club, you have to play music for people, not for for you. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why I started producing as well, because I wanted to play my own music, and uh, and, I, and I and I was like, for me, it was annoying to play and someone came to the DJ booth 
hey, can you play uh, Despacito? You know, some <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Despacito wasn't, uh, wasn't out at this time, but it's for the example. Mm -hmm. And what made you want to change your name? A uh, few things. First, uh, all the industry in Paris, I mean, all the people I used to work with in Paris, I really wanted to, like, completely, like, do something completely different than them. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, I know how people are, they're like, yeah, uh, I was the first one who, uh, who believes in you, and uh, you came to play in my club for 100 euros, and now you're doing the star, mm -hmm. and you don't want to come for, uh, like, bro, uh, do, do me a favor, make a price, you know, all those yeah. bullshit. I don't want this bullshit anymore, so that's one of the reasons why I changed my name. And uh, yeah, I just want, I, I just need a, a start, uh, a fresh start again. Mm. And how did you come up with it? Um, so I was talking with my uh, one of my best friends, who was actually my, my manager back at this time. And um, and first we were looking at the, at the name with double A at the beginning, to be first on the billings. Oh, <laughs> smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we were thinking about French world, and here we were talking about life and all those things, and uh, so Hazard came up, and then we changed it, because in French, Hazard is like H-A-S-A-R-D, mm -hmm. so we changed it in A-A-Z-A-R. How did you get your own production out there initially? Um, so I, I met those, those guys, uh, Alesia, I don't know if you heard about them. Mm -hmm. they, are, they used to be, I mean, they're not music, doing music, uh, together but they used to do like techno stuff they were they were signed on uh, Ausla so I met them uh, in Paris and they were like very good for producing and production stuff and uh, even for the taste you know mm -hmm. because uh, one was very good at the production side and the other one was the one who, who were like uh, who found every new style of music like the very good uh, good taste, a lot of things like that. So I, I, I learned I learned a lot of things with them and they, they taught me appropriate uh, like they taught me everything about producing music, I mean all the basic. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started producing music with Alesia and Nomak and uh, Devoted. And after we did point point all together. Mm -hmm. What was the turning point that you wanted to become point point? Uh, sorry, what was the question? Like, well, how did you decide you want to be? Point okay, point? so Point Point, uh, at the beginning it was just a collective. We didn't have a name. And uh, we were just like organizing, like throwing party in Paris. It was the first tr uh, trap party in Paris. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, we were like making music all together. And one day, uh, Nomak sent us a, a demo. And he goes like, yeah, guys, I did this. It's not gonna fit on my project. It's not gonna fit on the Azar project. It's not gonna fit on Devoted project. So I think we should just find a name mm -hmm. and put out music and see what happens. Yeah. And the demo was Laughing Ray. So we did Laughing Ray. Mm -hmm. We find a stupid name, point point, like yeah, two actually, dots. Yeah, actually, who came up with it? Uh, so we, we were talking about doing a tattoos all together, you know. Yeah. And uh, I told them, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do a big tattoo. So if you are doing something, I want to do something like very uh, small, you know. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends said, yeah, we, you guys should do like two points. <laughs> and that's how everything begins. Oh. Point one. So yeah. And how about record record? 
that's exactly the same thing. Like we are thinking about the about a, a name, and uh, devoted goes like, yeah, we got point points, so we should do record record. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. Record record. Yeah, record record was more like uh, Limer, so devoted to God, who really wanted to have his own uh, label. Mm -hmm. But we were all down to like do this project all together and help him. But it was really the the one with Jordan, the manager, who like were very involved into the the label process, finding like like I told you, is the one who were finding like all those new artists, all those new music, and then we had uh, the, so so we decided to do the, the record record label all together, and that's it. Then well, after we did the record record party, all the filet mignon mixtape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how did people find our music like early on? Was it from SoundCloud, EDM blogs, or how? Uh, yeah, it was. So it was from SoundCloud, but the, I, I, like I knew I know Snake since a long time ago, since mm -hmm. maybe now like more than ten years. Oh, wow. how did so, you meet him initially? Uh, because he was playing at the Cut Killer show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was listening to Cut Killer, and then yeah. I, I, I found these guys, and uh, actually it was the one, it was the first one when I came to a. Like I remember, was a, a club in a, like near my sub, uh, near the, the city where I grew up, and uh, I wanted to see him play because I was listening to him on the radio. So I wanted to know like what is he playing in the in mm -hmm. shows. I was probably like 17 or I don't know if I was 18 already. And then I came to the show, and the thing. So you know, like I told you, I grew up with. All, all the all kind of music, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to mix it together. So mm -hmm. when I was playing in my room, I was playing hip hop for one hour. Mm -hmm. Then I changed. I was playing house for one hour, and then rock, and then <laughs> I didn't know how to mix yeah. it. Like, and uh, Steak was the first one actually who mixed all the, the genre mm -hmm. in one hour, oh, wow. and everything fits perfectly, and there is everything makes sense, you know. Wow. So I was like. Whoa, that's who am I, and that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I met Snake, and I, uh, when I started producing, Snake already put out Turn On Forward and all those things. So he helped me a lot as well to like talk to the promoter, uh, talk to my agent now, mm -hmm. and uh, and also I did my uh, my very first record with Yuzi. Yeah, actually, how did you meet Yuzi? So Yuzi is a French. Mm -hmm. How did I meet him? I, I met him, yeah, because he was friends with my friends, and that's how I met him. Mm -hmm. And then I remember once I was playing, uh, I was playing a show in Paris, and I played. Uh, so Shake was our first record. It was just a demo, mm -hmm. and then he came to the booth and he goes like, "Yo, bro, that that's sick. Who did this?" Yeah. I was like, "Bro, that's me!" Like, I was <laughs> so fucking happy. Yeah. And then he, he was he was joking, but he told me, "Yo, we should do a collab." Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, bro. For sure, I'm gonna like when I'm gonna finish my set. Yeah. I'm gonna come after you. I'm gonna chase you, and we're gonna we're gonna do this collab. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I went to him after, and I told him, yo, I'm super done to do the collab, and that that's all. Like everything started. So when you start with a collab with Yuzi, and uh, after I, uh, like Matt Decent was very interested into my work, so I I, I released the. A record with Matt Deason as well, mm -hmm. and yeah, then after I did the Get Low remix for Dylan Francis and DJ Snake, and that's how everything started. At this time, like SunCloud was popping, and when you put out something on SunCloud, yeah, something could happen. Now it's very difficult yeah. with SunCloud, 
but yeah, this time it was easier. How about with Skrillex? Uh, I mean, how I met him? Yeah, or you worked with him, right? Yeah, yeah I worked yeah. with him. So Skrillex, actually, we did a, we did a, uh, yeah, I met Skrillex with Alesia, because like mm -hmm. I told you, they were signed on the house now. Yeah. So remember, we took the car. We did like eight hours drive to go to South of France to see Skrillex plays. Skrillex playing, and that's how I met him. Like he's the simplest guy and the like nicest guy ever. Mm -hmm. So he was like, "Yo, guy, oh, nice meeting you. Yeah, I know you because Snake was touring with uh, Skrillex at this time, and and, and he talked uh, like he says to Skrillex that I, I was a good producer and he should like probably think about uh, release a record with me on Osla or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So he knew my name and he was super nice, super kind. And then after we did the Dirty Vibe remix with Snake. Mm -hmm. And yeah, after that, uh, I mean, he's like a, like a friend, you know, when I'm in LA, I'm, I'm calling him or even not LA, like, hey dude, how you doing? I'm good, bro, what's up? And yeah, I did a few studio sessions with him. I mean, he's a really cool guy, I love him. Mm -hmm. And how did the song with Chainsmokers come about? Um, we were, actually, I was, in, uh, I was in Paris. No, I was in Tokyo, I think. Oh yeah, I was in Japan. And I, 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 like, we were like sharing a lot of music all together. I was sending them my new music. They sent me their stuff as well. And they, were, like, they just hit me on uh, Twitter. They sent me a DM. Oh wow. Like, hey dude. Uh, we, we want to do like a hard trap record and we really love like what you are doing so would you be down to do a collab with us mm -hmm. so of course I told them yeah for sure let's do something yeah. together and uh, I sent them a demo I had and they were like okay that's exactly what we are looking for so I sent them the drop of uh, actually Siren and they sent me back like not longer they sent me back maybe one month after uh, like the, the first version with the vocal. So I started working on it, but you know those guys are super busy. Yeah. They are, they are on tour every day almost. <laughs> yeah. So, so I had the chance to like stay with them in uh, Germany, in mm. Berlin when, when they were doing this tour, uh, this European tour. We went to the studio all together and we talked about the direction and everything. So I reworked the, I reworked the record uh, in Paris, then I sent them the, what I did, you know, it was back and forth. And then I went, I went to LA uh, this summer to finish the record. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how, that's how we did it. Mm -hmm. And upcoming, do you have like an EP or album? Album, no. EP, I don't know, but I got a lot of like, I got a tons of records ready to drop. I got a new collab with Belcourt. Mm -hmm. I got a collab with uh, Max Cervello as well. Um, I got this collab with Chesto, ready to drop, and I got also like a bunch of records that I want to release alone. So I'm thinking right now, like, what will, what the the best like strategy or the best plan was the best uh, record label we could put out all this all this new music. Mm -hmm. And Tiesto, you met him a while ago, right? And became friends with him. So uh, Tiesto, I, I met him like a few times at the festival, but it was just like, hey man, like my name is Azar. Hey dude, what's up? Like nothing more. And one day I was in Miami, like two days ago, uh, two years ago. And I was looking at my emails 
-hmm. And I and I like I got this email from Taish something. I, I, I like sorry dude because every time I'm, I'm saying his name, I'm, it's not the right pronunciation. <laughs> so I think it's Taish. I'm not sure. I, I say Tish of French, but I, for mm -hmm. sure it's not Tish. Anyway, <laughs> so I was looking at my email, and I found this email from uh, Taish something. And uh, the email was like, hey dude, I don't know if you like so, but I'm, I'm playing a lot of your records and I really love what you're doing. So it would be nice like to be in, to be in touch together and just hang, hang together, talk about music and stuff like that. So here is my number if you want to talk with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, because I, I got my, uh, I got a, like an open email box. Mm -hmm. where, where everybody can send me the demos or stuff like that. So I thought it was like a young producer or some, someone like that. Oh my gosh. And at the end I, I checked at the, the signature and it was Taj. But I, I, like, I wasn't sure but I, I thought that I, I, knew the, I knew his name, you know. Mm -hmm. And I knew that Tiesto's name was Taj. I was like, no, it's, it's not uh, Tiesto. <laughs> so I look at the email address mm -hmm. and it was fucking Tiesto. <laughs> Whoa, shit! I was on the car, oh remember? Gosh. On the on the Uber. Yeah. I was fucking like happy, and then I texted yeah. him, and he's the like he's super chill, like wow. very nice, very cool dude. Uh, I did I did I did shows with him, and yeah, we talk about everything, life. Like he's, he's very he's a very good dude, and also like, like he, he's doing this for like now maybe like what 20 years something yeah. like that, and he's still on the top. So big respect for what so is he true. doing. And uh, yeah, everything. The man he is, super nice, super kind. Mm -hmm. How would you say your music has changed compared to the early songs you made? Uh, I think it's it just like I'm getting older, you know? Mm. So when I was young, I really wanted to do like the hardest trap ever. Yeah. And now that I'm like growing up, uh, I, st I still love this, this music, but I want to do like something more with more, more music inside, you know, more harmonies. More like a real, real record, not just a banger for the, for the club. So I'm still gonna, I'm still producing bangers, but I'm more focusing into, like something between Azar and Point Point, you know, mm -hmm. something like with the, trap drums or stuff like that, with, with like melody or, or yeah, like real music. Like for example, this year, I mean last year, I released a, a lot of music, and it was like every kind of music was almost different. I did the bass house music with Belcourt. I did the David Guetta remixes, mm -hmm. which was completely different than I'm used to produce. I did this remix for Martin Solveig, who's like, uh, who could have been uh, a point point record back in the days. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to do something like more melodic and still, I still want to keep this energy for, the, for my live shows. But I want to mix like good energy and also music. How would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? I think I'm. I think that this question should have uh, asked to my friend, but I, I think I'm still the same. Uh, I'm still someone who's talking to everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'm still happier. I'm still uh, like seeing life in the positive way. I think it's very important. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I, like I told you, like. My music really defines who, who I am. And when you hear my music, you got bass house, you got uh, like 90s uh, style with the David Guetta remix, you got point point style, 
you got Mumbaton, you got everything. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much who I am. Like I really love everything. Like I think there is, there is like a good, a good like and positive and 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 good vibes and in every kind of music, in every kind of people, in every kind of food as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know there is yeah. no. There is, yeah, I think, yeah, to be honest, I think I'm still the same. I'm more like, I don't want to go out like when I was young, you know, yeah. just like the, 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 the perfect Saturday night for me is just staying in my bed watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I'm still the same. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life? Um, I think that, that it's still my biggest challenge in my life. It's like doing music. Uh, uh, make like living uh, like my passion is, is what I live for, mm -hmm. and it's every day it's a new challenge because you have to be your own boss. You have to think about everything. It's not just about producing music and uh, and listen to new music. You have to think about the strategies. Even if you have management, you know, you have to think about them. You have to come up with new ideas. You have to think about your social. You have to think about everything. So every day yeah. is a huge uh, challenge, big challenge. Um, and actually, I'm actually working on a, one of my biggest projects ever. I don't want to talk about it now because <laughs> uh, it's not, uh, the deal is not closed uh, mm -hmm. yet. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of back and forth, a lot of emails, a lot of things to take care. So, but yeah, my biggest challenge is, is, like, is being a producer and, and every day like, you get new problems that you have to, to solve. So yeah, I think that that's my biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. And actually, what's your like style inspiration or my style yeah. inspiration? Yeah, like for your fashion or. Uh... Oh, uh, that's a hard question. I mean, I'm just like looking at all the people I love on uh, Instagram. Oh, any uh, specific people you remember their name? No, to be honest, no. <laughs> but you know, I come from the suburbs, mm -hmm. and those guys like sometimes they come up with crazy style. Yeah. So sometimes I don't like it, but I would be like, okay, those shoes are super fire. Mm -hmm. I need those shoes. And then the other dude gonna have the best pants ever. I'm gonna yeah. go, I need the, I need these pants. And then <coughs> you are making a mix between everything. So that's also who am I? Because like first first of all I'm a DJ, mm -hmm. and that's the way I produce music. I'm listening to a lot of music, and I'm like, okay, this melody could be dope if I change those chords. Uh, those drums could be super fire if I change the pattern. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just taking a lot of things from uh, music A to music Z, and then I did, a, I, I mixed everything, and that's uh, how uh, that's how there is uh, this magic, you know. But mm -hmm. that's the same for the clothes. I'm looking at a lot of people, a lot of kids from the streets, from my from my uh, suburbs, and like they got crazy shit, and just doing like. Just a mix between what I love, what they have, what what I can find on socials. But also, I'm from, I'm from Paris, and that's the that's the city of the mud, you know, mm -hmm. fashion. Yeah. So I get inspired every day because mm -hmm. you, you're going to the store, you got dope dope clothes, you got Fashion Week. Oh yeah. I I, I feel like there is Fashion Week every fucking month in Paris. I know. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and the last two questions are more deep, but okay. what does love mean to you? Love? Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a hard question. 
I think love just about being happy with some I think that that's what I, I found out as well mm -hmm. that the, when, when I grew up it was last year like the most important thing is not about being rich or being famous or all those kind of stuff it's just about being happy and I think love like when you love someone the, this person is going to make you more happy than you are never yeah. you, you know what I mean mm -hmm. So I, and, and sometimes like love is, is can be like the best or the worst because when it goes wrong, like it's like it's very painful. Yeah. But when you like when you love someone and someone loves you the same way you loves you loves him or mm -hmm. her, I think it's it's the best feeling of uh, of of my life. You know, you feel uh, confident, you feel yeah. good, uh, you are happy every day when you wake up. And uh, it gives you strength for everything. For uh, when, it, when the thing go, goes wrong, uh, you know that someone loves you, and you know that you love her or you love him, and and you and you can forget everything with her or him. Mm -hmm. And then you like you face your problem, and you are stronger than ever. Yeah, that's so true. Last question: yes. What do you want to be remembered for? Sorry. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, I want to be remembered for the the best chef ever. Chef? Chef. No, I'm kidding. No, I want to be remembered as a, as someone uh, was a, like a true music lover mm. and uh, very open-minded and nice. And uh, you know, I, I love to share everything with people. Sometimes it's it's too much because you share and then you're. You're disappointed of the of what people gives you back. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I wanna I wanna be remembered as someone as positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the most important. Every time I'm I'm having this uh, positive attitude, and even if it goes wrong, you can find something positive in every situation, and you can face it. So yeah, music lover, positive attitude, good energy. Yeah. And Parisian. Yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the noise in the back. <laughs>